Welcome to the Burbs Minute Podcast, quite possibly the greatest Selwyn Eddie movie ever made. I'm Jeff Ferry. And I'm Chris Derkach. And this week we are covering Minute 48 of the Burbs, which begins with Art joining Mark on the Klopek steps and ends with a hand grabbing a note. Yeah, so the uh, our two doofuses in the neighborhood are out causing trouble again. There's no uh, no truck to climb into this week, so now they're going to go up to the Klopek's porch and fool around. They can't throw garbage on the street, so they got to do something. <laughs> no, they've already thrown garbage onto the street, and they've already caused property damage in a few different places, so now they're going to go up and fool around with the Klopek's house a little bit. <laughs> Which, I mean, technically, Art's already been up there once. Oh, yeah. You can tell he's been up there once because the first thing he says is, no, 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 that's where the bees came from. Yeah, well, yeah, he's like, he goes, no, 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 the bees. The bees came from there. Yeah. So they're going to go around to the side doors. All right, I got a couple questions here about going to the side door. One, why do you feel like that's any safer? Right, it doesn't make any sense. If you think that they're using magic or mysticism or that they just trap their doors and they have bees at the front door, there could be scorpions at the other door. How would you know? Well, apparently there's a foaming squirrel, if you remember Ricky Butler. Yes, if you believe Ricky Butler, that bastion of truth. I love, they're walking across the porch, and Art also points out another callback. Watch that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, watch out for that hole. <laughs> the other thing I fell in. Yeah, so we got these two fools, and we're intercutting the two idiots with uh, going back over to Ray. Yeah. Who's sleeping in his uh, backyard while his dog's digging under the fence. Right, he's got an indoor TV tray next to him outside, too. Yeah. <laughs> so, I'm guessing there's been a little bit of a time jump, because Ray's not upstairs anymore, he's now out back. Yeah. So, so what do you think, this is like an hour later? See, sometimes they're cuts, it looked like they left Ray and walked straight over to the Klobex porch. But they couldn't have, because then Ray must have dematerialized into right. his backyard. He would have had to leap over that that uh, railing to get down into the yard. It actually makes more sense that this is right afterwards because we see Vince still digging under the fence. Yeah, he's been digging for a while. <laughs> he's just been digging under the fence for four hours. <laughs> this also leads to my theory that it's been like a hard night of drinking for Ray. Yeah. Because he wakes up early, watches Mr. Rogers, drinks his orange juice, and now he's asleep in a backyard. He's asleep in a backyard. And you'll also find out that he's having a couple of the hairs of the dog that bit him, too. Oh, yeah. Don't worry. <laughs> we'll talk about that when we get to it. <laughs> Okay, so these morons are going to put a, a note under the door. Yeah. So if you would have put a note under the front door, you probably could have got away without knocking at all. Right. Or you could have just stuck it in, like, the side of the door where when it opened, the thing would fall out. Or you could have put it in the mailbox, which you've already passed. Yeah, and they do come out and check the mail, so we, and we already know that. So. Yes, but inexplicably, they're going to go to the side door. <laughs> and they're going to ring the doorbell, which is a whole production with these two. Oh, it goes God. on for, like, 20 seconds. <laughs> and I will say this so they're going to hit the doorbell together so Mark grabs Art's finger and they're going to hit yeah. the doorbell together Mark is setting Art up <laughs> he leaves he's going to leave his friend out to dry here because he's in a position he's, he's poised he's got his knees bent like he was standing on second base with a lead yeah, he's he ready to run Art's when he was in the, the military he never heard that no man yeah he did not hear that that's why he got kicked out of the military probably so he's going to ring that doorbell. By the time Art thinks about <laughs> running away, Mark's like off the porch already. Yeah, they hit he's the doorbell, gone. Yeah. and Mark's gone. I like the whole the whole spiel in there, too. Okay, let, okay, do it. And he's like, do what? We're supposed to do it together. Yeah. <laughs> so since they're morons and they went to the side door, they got to take an extra 10 seconds to run off the porch. 
I thought Rumsfeld was going to hurdle the railing, but then he ran around. <laughs> just, just like a, go over it like he's in the Olympics? <laughs> well, like they've been jumping over that one bush on the side of the house for every scene. Also, Rumsfeld runs to his house. It's, they're like kids who just broke a window. So Rumsfeld's <laughs> yeah, going to run to his house, and Art's going to run to his house. <laughs> the only problem with that is Mark's house at least is across the street, so maybe yeah. you could get out of line of sight. Art has to run across the lawn. <laughs> So he has to run right across their line of vision. Yeah. Now, we see them open the door right at the end of the minute, but they only miss him by, like, five seconds. They could have very easily been looking out the window and, like, why is the fat neighbor running across our lawn? Oh, yeah. Like, I don't know what he's up to. And then Thing from the Adams Family comes out and grabs the note. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty much what it is. <laughs> yeah. The, the note is so dumb on so many levels. And, like, we oh, find yeah. out later what it says. I'm still not totally sure why they're doing it. It's what? just a folded piece of paper he slid under the door, too. It's not like he put it in an envelope or anything. Yeah. And if you're just going to slide an anonymous – if you want it to be anonymous, why do you ring the doorbell? <laughs> Who cares when they get it? <laughs> They're going to get it eventually. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I would say it does, it's a terrible plan. It doesn't make sense. But, I mean, look who it's coming from. Yeah. Yeah. So also, this is – Why is that swing hanging cock- – Because – it just has – everything at the Klopex house has to be broken or dead. Yeah, you're right. Paint's got to be cracked. Everything's got to be, be cracked. They have a plant out front that's dead. All their shrubbery is dead. Their thing's hanging <laughs> sideways. Yeah, that's and why. Right. Later on, when we get inside, it's not a whole lot better. No. So, like I said, this is the greatest Selwyn Eddie movie ever made. Uh, yeah, good luck with that one. Is that a, a first name, Selwyn? Selwyn is the first name. Is he from, like, Sweden or something? I'm going to say he's probably British. Okay. I'm not going to know that for sure. <laughs> it doesn't sound like an American name I've ever heard. Selwyn. It doesn't sound like an American name. That doesn't sound like any American I've ever heard of. He's not American. Well, he, doesn't have a, uh, he has no bio, so I can't even tell you. Oh, uh, okay. All right. I jumped over to another bio. Let's see if this has got anything for him. Oh, goodness gracious. Maybe it's Slavic. Is it a Slavic name? That <laughs> eh, doesn't have nothing about him. I don't even want to tell you where I looked him up at because it would give away one of his things. Uh, well, I'm never going to guess what he is. What he is so. um, he does visual effects, which I was trying to figure out oh, okay. for the life of me what he could have done on this. And now I'm assuming his visual effects were the opening oh. with the globe. The one we said we could make on our own home computers. Yeah, it was. but I, I mean I read up on it. ILM made it. So, I mean, it was made by the best at the time. It was made by Industrial Light and Magic. Oh, okay. Which is going to really lead into some of the things he's been in. So, here's his first... <laughs> I'm going to read off, like, his first six movies in a row that he's a visual effects cameraman, computer graphics artist on. So, here they go. Star Wars Episode Four, Star Wars Episode Five, E.T. the Extraterrestrial, Star Trek Two, Star Wars Episode Six, Star Trek Three. Wow. So, this guy has some nerd credibility. <laughs> Also, that's a lot of visual effects. Like, no kidding. <laughs> um, you talk about like top of the line visual effects for that time period. Yes, and then he's on the verbs doing a globe, and that's about it. Those might be the only some of the only optical and graphic effects from that time frame right. that hold up at all. Because if you see other movies from that time frame, ooh, yeah, there's some ugly ones in there. Oh, I bet he does the lightning strike in the top of the Klopex house too. Oh uh, yeah, that could be him. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, because it doesn't break down. There's a there's a few of them on this movie, but it doesn't say who did what. Oh, okay. 
Yeah, so he does all those. Oh, he also did. He was a camera operator on Ewoks The Battle for Endor. Oh, great movie. <laughs> I saw it. I saw <laughs> it. Uh, he was on Enemy <laughs> Mine. He did Star Trek IV The Voyage Home. He did Star Tours. I like that, right? That's, this guy has right. all... You know what? Honestly, this guy may have the best... Of all the people we've done, he might have the uh, filmography that I'd most want to be a part of. Because <laughs> now he does Ewoks, Enemy Mine, Star Trek IV, Willow, Who Framed Roger Rabbit, Into the Burbs, where he's the visual effects cameraman, Indiana Jones and the Last Crusade, Back to the Future 2, Back to the Future 3, Die Hard 2, Star Trek VI. Wow. I mean, this guy definitely hit the Star Trek hard. Yeah. Then he does Hook, uh, he does Death Becomes Her, he does Twister, Mission Impossible, Star Trek First Contact, Lost World Jurassic Park. They all sound like big visual effects movies. Yeah, and oh, the and then he's on he's on Hulk in in two thousand three. That's that's a stinker. What one was that? Is that the one with the Ang Lee? Is that the yeah, Ang Lee? The Ang Lee one. Oh yeah, yeah, that looked like a video game. Oh, and then because he's not involved in enough franchises, then he hits Iron Man. Oh my god! He's on the new Star Trek Terminator Salvation. He's on Avatar, Iron Man two, The Avengers. Uh, his last two were Star Trek in the Darkness and The Lone Ranger. Oh wow. He's working with Disney a lot. He has 60 credits, and I would say of them, like at least 30 of them are like made at least $100 million. <laughs> movies here. I mean, I guess I know why. He works for ILM, and that's what it is. So I guess when ILM gets contracted out, he goes with them. Uh, but it's a pretty good gig if you can get it. Yeah. So, I, I mean, I picked the visual effects guy. There were no visual effects in this, in this scene, but... <laughs> I, actually, I think I picked him for the same reason that you noted. His name was Selwyn Eddie. I'm like, that's a that's a cool name. I'm picking that guy. Yeah, <laughs> yeah they'll stand out a little bit. Yeah, because um, not much happens in this minute except for the two idiots setting up. Because we had uh, he already yeah he wrote the note to Walter what five minutes ago, right? Which was so what we thought was a scene before of just like oh look at this idiot writing a note or just watching Tom Hanks struggle through a note. We even mentioned, like, why would he write the note? Yeah, why would he write the note there? And now we have the the supposed payoff for it. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Just, I mean, just watching these two fools creep up there. The the Klopex have a garden hose, too, which I'm sure they really use that a lot. (laughs) It's windy again, I noticed, too. Yeah, just love their their porch is just full of mold and grime. (laughs) It's quite ridiculous. I'm also not 100% sure we need that the shot of cutting back to Ray's house to see that he's right. sleeping outside. He's sleeping outside? Yeah, it's weird. I mean, I guess it's a setup because Art's going to go over there in a little bit to try to wake him up. Yes. But where they just like, we need this movie to be five seconds longer. <laughs> show show Ray again. Oh, and they show the dog. They show the dog digging again, don't they? Yeah, you see the dog digging in the background when he's there. I'm also surprised that they ring the doorbell at the Klopex house. I'm fairly surprised the doorbell works. Right, or it doesn't make a weird, like, scream or something. <laughs> yeah, or it doesn't have, like, a gong sound like it's the, yeah. the monster's house. <laughs> All right, uh, I think I have exhausted my notes, unless you have anything else. Um, no, everything's blowing around, and Rumsfeld grabs Art's finger and puts it on the bell. That's about it. Yeah, <laughs> it's a weird scene. Yeah, it's strange. It was weird how he grabs his finger and puts it on the bell. <laughs> All right. Uh, I don't have anything else. Thanks for uh, joining us for the Burbs Minute. Make sure you check out our Facebook, our Twitter. Um, you can email us at theburbsminute at gmail.com if you need to correct us on one of the many mistakes that we've probably made. 
Um, also, check out the other Movies by Minute podcasts. Uh, there's a new one that's going to be starting up soon. I don't believe it started as of yet. It's uh, the Goonies Minute. Because I haven't Goonies, seen it up there yet, but they are. They did announce that they're going to be doing yeah. the Their site exists. That's why I mentioned them. Like, their site, the Goonies Minute, exists. So you can yeah. go there, and then you can keep an eye on them for when you can start downloading. Remember, Goonies never say die. <laughs> I'll, I mean, I say this about all of them. I'm going to listen to that one, but I'm getting there. Yeah, I just I finished just, Ghostbusters, so. I just got to make my way through the other 17 podcasts. <laughs> <laughs> then I will be there. All right. Uh, you you don't have anything else? Nothing to plug? No. I mean, you can go to my eBay, uh, Chris1200 at eBay. Um, if you're looking for wrestling figures or, you know, random toys that I may have up there. Like uh, Ricky the Dragon Steamboat? Ricky the Dragon Steamboat. And the white pants Ricky the Dragon Steamboat <laughs> is up there. <laughs> All right. Keep trying. Yeah. So uh, don't pass any notes to your neighbors and stay safe, neighbors. <laughs>